This episode of the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour is sponsored by the law offices of Alfred Guillaume III, a boutique criminal defense firm located in Washington, D.C. The firm specializes in defending federal criminal cases. You can learn more about the firm by visiting our website at guillaumelaw.com. That's G-U-I-L-L-A-U-M-E law.com. Welcome back to the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour. She's here. She's back. She never left. <laughs> My friend, the ultimate <laughs> entrepreneur, attorney Nakia Gray. And we are here to talk music. Let's talk about the music. Let's talk about the music. Oh, I can't wait. You know, this is on my favorite part of the interview of all of my interviews. This is my favorite part. So, um, as you've learned, we have a tradition here at the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour where we have you dig through the crates. There's lots of vinyl records here in the space and we have you dig through the crates and pull out, although you, let's back up for just a second. You put out like 50 albums so we couldn't (laughs) You couldn't put them all on the table, so I had to have you slow down. You were getting a little too excited, so I said, uh, let's just start with like maybe five or six albums. So you pulled out five albums that were meaningful to you in some way. Yeah. We haven't talked about... Matter of fact, you didn't even make it to the second crate. You just... You were going so crazy (laughs) on the first crate. I said, let's just stop and let's just go with... uh, but what you pulled out, and we, we edited it a little bit. So we came up with these five records that are on the table, and we'll the camera will sh- we'll pick them up as we talk about them, so you can see what they are, what they they look like for our folks that are watching this. Um, and <laughs> let's start off with the first album. We're going to start off in chronological order. Okay. Um, and you may not know, but I I know what I know what the order is. I do too. Okay. Like, excuse like- me. I'm going to follow your lead. Okay, okay. Um, The first album that you pulled, which might be a surprise, it was a surprise to me, actually, was N.W.A. Straight Outta Compton. Okay? 1988. This was actually the first rap album that I ever bought with my own little allowance money, whatever (laughs) I had at the time. Yeah. And um, I was, well, we are the same age, Born in the same year, same sign. So, I, although you are just a little bit older than me. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Tell me about this album. Tell me about your memories of it and why you, why you picked it out, why you chose it. So, I was in sixth grade. I remember so vividly that um, when we got our first CD player and my dad got his first albums. I I don't think that before that, you know, I remember liking rap. I remember, you know. Right, because it was still pretty new at the time. It was pretty new, but I had my, the extent of rap that I heard was on the radio. Right. So I had- Which wasn't much probably. Which wasn't much. So, and my dad was not a big rap person. Right, but my dad didn't listen to rap at all. So your dad was actually cool. Yeah. So. So my dad was not a big rap person, but he bought this. He actually purchased he it. He actually purchased it. That's the crazy. CD. So for me, the, the And you had a CD? I had this on a tape at the time. So the obsession with hearing all this cursing right. was just, I felt like a cool kid. So for those people who don't know, and most people probably do, <laughs> NWA's gangster rap out of Los Angeles, yeah. Easy E, Ice Cube, MC Ren, DJ Yellow, Dr. Dre. Um, it was you know, many they actually had an album before this album, but this is the many people 
confuse this album as being their first. It's actually not their first album, but it's the first album that reached this level of success. Yeah. yeah. And for me, my favorite track on the album was Dope Man. It is still to this day Dope Man. Dope Man, Dope Man with Ice Cube when he just it just Ice was, Cube oh. is just <laughs> iconic. And he's I'm a you know, I've said this a million times, but I'm I'm more geared towards East Coast rap. Um my mother's from Los Angeles and I spent a lot of time I didn't know in that. Yeah, she's from LA. I spent a lot of time in LA my life. But I'm an East Coast kind of guy, when it, musically speaking. I'm from the South, but I'm an East Coast kind of guy, musically speaking. And um, I think I'm more West Coast. Interesting. You know what? That's not... D.C. people, a lot of folks... You're from D.C., District yeah. of Columbia. A lot of folks I've met since I've been living here for the last 20-something years are the same as you. We're not big rap people. And, and, and New York rap, East Coast rap, is a little too hardcore. I some of it is, yeah, like like Black Moon or some of the like more like lyrically driven yeah. stuff. Yeah, so I I I definitely gravitate more to you like the West. West, you, you know what? I don't even think you got that far, but Dr. Dre, the Chronic, is in there as well. I don't even think you saw. I that saw out. that Did one. You? I almost pulled it. I almost okay. Pulled it interesting that you didn't pull it. I know only because I had you had pulled so, so many, many records, but I did. But that was definitely one that I looked at. So one of the things that we talked about off camera was that. You you were really an NWA fan because you said, was this album before or after Easy E's solo yes. album? <laughs> we want Easy. Oh uh, my God. I used to, y'all, listen, I was obsessed with Easy E. Wow. Obsessed with Easy E. Interesting. And I, I really, I can't really. The Jerry Curl and all that? The Jerry Curl. Rest and in all peace, Easy E. Yeah. The Jerry Curl and all that. And I think it was, it was, first it was just the cursing and just me feeling like. He had swagger. He had a he lot had of swagger. He had a lot of swagger. And it was the beats. I mean, right. it was just, it was a time. The beats it was a good time. were, the beats um, were so hard. Yeah. I mean, There's the only way to describe it, right? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. And I was a kid. And my parents, like, again, they had. We were young kids. Yeah. Well, I was a little younger than you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in 88, I was 11 years old at the end of the year. Yeah. So, so were you. And. Uh, this, we were in sixth grade. I had no business buying this album. Right. The stuff that they're talking about. I, right. I, I didn't even understand half of it. Right. But I, somebody sold it to me because I was sure <laughs> didn't buy it, <laughs> which is really kind of ridiculous when yeah. you think about it. Like my yeah. kids now, if I, if, I would never let them never let them listen, listen to, this. to I know. something like this. Yeah. As great as this album is, never in a million years I let my, my children listen to this at this stage in their life. Yeah. So you were a kid, and your but your 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 dad bought it. So your dad yeah. is a cool dad. My dad is a cool dad. My and my dad is DC DC born and raised. He was very into go. You know, go go was a big thing. He wasn't a big. Tell us about go go for people who don't know what go go is. Go go is 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 native to DC. It is our sound. It is percussion. It so is, the butt, the song "The Butt" is a go-go song. It is, but it's not the real go-go. Right, I mean, it's that, commercial. that's commercialized go-go. That, okay. It's not. It's not. You know, put your one leg up, put your booty okay, on. The floor, shout okay, shout out some go-go bands <laughs> and some go-go songs. We got Rare Essence, Junkyard. All right, Little Benny, Sugar Bear, Maisha, and the Hip Huggers. And I actually went to. Uh, and, and, you know, I love musicianship, right? So I'm from New Orleans. We invented jazz. We have our own style of jazz. But the ability to play an instrument 
and to play with other people. It takes talent. It takes practice. It takes dedication. It's hard work. It's not not to say that other music is not as hard, but Go-Go is actual people playing instruments. It's a band. It's a band. And they sing a lot of covers of other popular songs. Yeah. But and their versions are always better. Yeah, I mean, go-go music from a guy. And again, I'm not a big. I, I don't. I don't dislike a go at all. But to go, I'm not gonna probably buy it or listen to it. But if I go to a go-go concert or go-go yeah. club, it is a really awesome experience. It is. I mean, and it's. I feel like now in 2023, it's fading out a little bit. It's not as. It is, and that's true. My and my husband and I, it just burns us that our children are not into it. That the next generation, right. they're not into it. They think it's so whack. They are like hate to hear us listening to it. Um, but my dad was so big into go go, and never rap was not a big thing. Right. But it was something about NWA, NWA and Easy E that he liked, and so and I liked it, and so that just that's amazing. I never heard anybody in my forty five years of life talk about their father. <laughs> listening to NWA. I know. That's a, like, shout out to your pops. A lot of respect. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool dude, man. Um, so you got you have that memory from uh, from that record. And what's your favorite song on the on the record? Do you do you uh, have a favorite song that you so you remember? Straight out of Compton. Oh, so straight the first track. Yes, straight absolutely. out of Compton. All yeah. right. And also, I feel like at this time we were. It was just a a time of. It was new, right? It was, it was new. It was unlike anything. It was unlike and anything. If it was anything before it, I hadn't been exposed there to it. There wasn't. This so was it. So for me, it was just, this it was l- new. It was like, ooh. This was yeah. it. There was nothing like it yeah. before. Or even since, one can argue. Yeah, yeah. And it was pure. It was organic. And raw, uh, real, raw, real, and they were really so relatable. I mean, they, they were like the boys in our hoods. This is the next album that you chose. Yeah, uh, my favorite Tupac album of all time, "Me Against the World." Listen, uh, nineteen ninety three. Yes. What do you remember about this album? What does this album mean to you? What's significant about this particular album? Well, one of my aunts, um, and she actually passed away in ninety four. I was very, very close to her, and she was in love with Tupac. Nice. A lot of people were. Also, this is right after Poetic Justice. Okay. Yeah, okay. I forgot about that. Yes. Oh, how could you yeah. forget about that? Well, I, yeah, I forgot that they was in, in time that they were close related yeah. in time. So this was after that. And so, and we used to, my aunt, Tracy, we would watch Poetic justice. I know the. I could. I could literally sit here and recite the entire. Wow! In I believe fact, you. My brother and I just just on Sunday we were watching the BET Awards and we did the scene with um, Tupac and Janet Jackson in the van and we just in the van. Yeah, and we in, in the in the in the mail truck. I'm familiar with the I'm when they had the them. argument yes. when they first get on the road and we just did the whole scene. Just by memory. By memory. And you I hadn't seen it. the movie probably in a while. I haven't seen the movie in years, but I can. That's how, yes, we were obsessed with it. And so, and really, I can't say that I really remember Tupac before the movie, honestly. He, uh, I don't, I didn't, you wasn't real too familiar with right. him. I knew him from Digital Underground, um, all around the world, same yeah. song. Uh, but yeah. he, right, this is the first, and, and shout out again to my co-creator who's off camera, who, uh, Probably Ben, who probably exposed me to this particular album because he used to play. You remember Lord Knows? He used to play that song. <laughs> right. I mean, that's got a just. You talk about. We talk about hard beat. 
I mean, it. We used to ride around in this car in New Orleans, playing, bumping, bumping this album, and I mean, Lord knows, it's probably. I mean. I don't know. I'm gonna. I don't want to say it's my favorite Pac song ever. I gotta think about that for a second. And you know, full disclosure, I'm I'm a Biggie guy. For you know, we have the debate Biggie Biggie versus Pac. Um, let me ask you, Biggie or Pac? Who are you? Who are you taking? I'm gonna have to go to Pac. Wow, you went Pac. I'm gonna have okay. to go. You know, I think that he's. And I'm I'm a little obsessed with Tupac. I actually just finished the documentary. Dear Mama. Yes. I haven't finished it. Yeah, and he—I think it's the—it's the intelligence. It's he was so the, intelligent. He was so intelligent. I Charismatic. Mean, yes. Just I, so right. I think that he, he just has more depth, I believe, and I think that's probably why I'm—I'm I'm a little more drawn to him. I love Biggie too. Don't get me right. wrong. And, and actually, I mean, I think it, the cameras will pick up, but right behind you, you—you you know—we always ask our guests what. Uh, what record they want to be displayed behind yeah. them. And you chose Biggie's album. You chose yeah. the first album. You chose Ready to Die. Biggie uh, was, Biggie's a great rapper. I, and also... 1994, Ready to Die, all one of the greatest these, albums of all time. All of these that I've chosen, I don't know if you if you can pick up this theme, were all, um, I don't want to say necessarily monumental, but they, they all were, were. They all were. Well, you chose the first album of Trailblazers, so to speak. Almost every person. Yeah. Two, two out two out of five, you, there's not their first albums. We haven't gotten to the other two yet, but uh But but more than their first album, it was it was the it was the change of an era, I feel like. Right. Okay. I feel like they all I, I, that's, that's they interesting. all had a a piece. Right. And you know what? That's actually very, very well spoken because looking at these these five albums on the table, I would agree 100%, actually. Yes, they were. I don't, I don't know if that was intentional or not, or you just made, it you just made that up. But It wasn't, <laughs> but I think that, that that speaks to the impact, right? right? Like, it's like, oh, this I can remember this being, they were not the very first, but they were the first of that kind or of that right. speed, right? And so that's, and for all all of the ones that I chose. For Tupac's, for, for this to kind of close the loop on that, I mean, this album for me is my favorite album. You know, he would release the double album, um, yeah. All Eyes on Me, 1996. After this, when he's with Death Row. And this album, he's not with Death Row. He's uh, right before he goes to prison, uh, right before he's shot. Um, all around the same time as this album is, came out. And, you know, it's just, it's a time in his life where it's just um, really, really, really a lot going on with yeah. him personally, as well as uh, professionally in, his, in the yeah. music industry, his career. So this is for me his best work. I mean, he's got more albums, Pac does, than Biggie. Biggie only has two when he was alive, right? There's been some posthumous albums which I don't really consider and when I'm talking about this. But Biggie's two other albums, or two two only two albums actually when he was alive. When and actually Red um Life After Death happened, I believe it was released after he passed, if I'm not mistaken. So he only I had think so. right, yeah. like shortly after. So he only had one album released when he was alive. Um I'm a biggie person, um, but I love Pac. I love Pac's voice. Um, so if you got to pick, who you picking? I'm picking Biggie. Really? I am. I mean, wow. That's, that's, you know, but I'm, I'm kind of surprised at that. No, nah, I'm a New York guy in, in, at heart. I mean, hmm. but Pac is. Uh, I love, love, oh, love, I love Pac, him. but I love Biggie more. Um, but anyway, okay, we're gonna continue on this journey that you've. Uh, 
with your, with your record. So who's next, Miss uh, Historian? It's Jay-Z. Is Jay-Z before Lauren? Oh, you just disappoint me Is so Lauren? Much. Yes, child. How could you? The blueprint was not after. The blueprint was 2001. September 11, 2001 is when it was okay. released. Okay, Lauren. So let me tell you about Lauren. Okay, so This is my wait, favorite on the go. table. Let's this go. is my favorite on the table. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, 1998, I think was the release. It was the release date. It might have been 98 or 99. I'm going to tell you it was, something. It was not 99. Before, not you, before you leave today, we're going to listen to a record that is... Um, a Nina Simone Lauren Hill mashup by a DJ named Amerigo Gazaway called The Miseducation of Eunice Wayman, which is this it's amazing. And if you like this album, and I you'll you'll love that album. So, but anyway, let's let's talk, let's talk Lauren, who's who's my number one of all time, by the way. My number one of all time. My favorite on the table. Well, Lauren, tell me why. Lauren, this album was my therapy. Yeah. In college, okay, you'd have been it, about a oh my god in college. I was it was my senior year, right? Senior, in it college. was my senior year in college. It might even have been. It was, your, be, it was your senior year. You graduated what, nineteen ninety nine? Ninety nine. Yeah, this was your senior year. This album, everything, 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 every track. No Honestly, skips. How much no time skips. you got? Because yeah, no skips. As my friend Dave Clooney says. And I still press, listen to it now. Press play. Day. It's a press play album. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. You just press play. Listen, it is no skips right. all the way through. And to this very day, I still listen to this she album. She can sing. She can sing. She can rap. Yes. What she says is more on point than anybody. Ever. 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 Really. Her body of work is small. She only had but two, powerful. two albums. This one and the Unplugged album, which is not, it's a, it's a, not a rap album. Right. Um, I said it before. I say it again. Mount Rushmore, Mount, she's on there. It's my favorite on the table by far. Not even close. 1999. Next. So Next is Jay Z. September 11, 2001. Yeah. And tell me about the blueprint. Tell me about this album. So what it I'm, means to you? I was not a. So because I'm not a. So let me go back. College. My right. room. College roommate was from Philly. She really introduced me. Shout out to Philly. So it's my wife. Shout out Philly. She really introduced me to more hip hop than I was, you know, DC, it was Go-Go, and then a few, you know, two NWA, pop, Biggie, yeah, you like yeah, some, some cursing, good cursing. But she but, introduced me right. to Method Man and, you know, all... Can I ask you something real quick? Before sure. you even, you just threw out Method Man randomly. I want to ask you something. Because that was her favorite. Right. Now... And I, who I did not even know till I met her. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Um, I'm a Wu-Tang guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge Wu-Tang fan. I, we had, um, you know, another guest on here who you also know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shout her out because she's a, another married woman who uh, has a crush on meth men. I just want to know: Are you in the same boat? I wouldn't say crush. <laughs> I wouldn't say crush because I am married. Right, but you know, this, is, he, this is all. This is not real. This but is, he, but he, the man is fine. And my my roommate, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. My roommate <laughs> is who I didn't even know who he was. Wow. And she was so obsessed with him. And then I everybody a, loves men. I had yes. no idea. Oh yeah, yes. But, but not for lyrically, just because I looks. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you a song that he. Had. I don't even know any of songs. Mary, the song Mary J. All I need. Oh yeah, there you go. Right. So, so my roommate also introduced me to Jay Z. I didn't really know Jay Z like that. wasn't really into right. Jay Z like that. 
uh, she introduced me to him and then and my husband was really into him. So this was his favorite album. So that's, you know. So The Blueprint is an amazing album. Um, it's it probably it, it marked the transition of Jay-Z the rapper into yeah. Jay-Z the mogul, Agreed. I think. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's the first introduction we have to Kanye West. And at the yes. time, we don't even know it. He yes. actually shouts him out on the album, but yes. at the time, I don't know what he's saying. I don't know I, who he's talking about. Yeah. Um, but Kanye's beats on but, this album. But that's another reason why I chose this, because this was also an, evolu an evolutionary right. period for Jay-Z. Exactly. He became more of who he is now than Absolutely. who he was before. Before, he was the drug dealer. He was, yeah. you know, the, the he was kind of fitting the mold of everybody else around him at the time. He really broke away from the pack yeah. with this album and thanks subsequent albums. Yeah, well, you know, some would say thanks to Kanye. I mean, yeah. he didn't do every beat, but he did a lot of the beats. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a this is a great album. I mean, I think this is I don't know how to think about. I love the black album, which I don't even think you got that. We had the black album as well in the in the vinyl collection. I don't think you got that. What this songs year. are on there? On what's the black album? Yeah. Encore is one a lot of people know. Dirt off your shoulder. Um, December 4th. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know him if you hear him. Okay. Right. 99 Problems. Oh, yeah, okay. There you go. You know, you know. Dun, 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 dun. That was before this. That was after that. That was in law school. That was oh, okay. 04 when he was supposed to retire, which was a genius move. Which you knew, we knew he was never going to retire. We knew he wasn't, yeah. But he just was, you know, Jay he's a smart guy. You know what? He's a Sag. So, I know. So, you know, shout September out to September 4th. I mean, December 4th. Okay, yeah. Come on, child. Come on. <laughs> I know you had a long day. Come on now. September 4th is Beyonce. Beyonce. I know that's what yes. you meant to say when you yeah. said it. She's a Virgo. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is a great album. And uh, it, it, it's between this and the Black album for me. And actually, in Reasonable Doubt, the first album, which mm. might be my favorite, JC. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> and then 444. It's another one. Four 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 is a good one. That's a very good one. But that's because I didn't see that one over there. That's because. But that wasn't a change either. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked that one. I would not have picked that over this because I definitely feel that this was evolutionary. It was. It was. And, it's a uh, good 444, choice. Four four four. You know, I mean, it's a great album, but it it wasn't anything that we didn't right hadn't. He's talking about some grown man stuff in that. He one. did, but you know. Right. Yeah. No, I, I can dig it. So last but not least, you chose this album which is Kanye West's first album, which was a law school. It was law school, law school for, for us, sure. right? Was it four? Wait, this is 2004, so it's when it came out. So, uh, yeah, you was there in 04. Yeah, I went in 03. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So, yeah, this is 2004. Yeah. Um, so this is a great album. My favorite song, uh, College Dropout is, is the name of the first album. Late Registration is, is his second album, which is one of my... That's Ooh, that's a tight one. Yeah, it's, a, it's about ooh. to say. That's why I said it. It's a tight race. I didn't see that one. You never got but you I get to it. I still would have picked this. I still would have picked this. The introduction to Kanye and what he did for rap, I think... What do you, what do you think he did? What is your... I uh, think that he, he made it cool and not so hard. I think right. that he... Um, he was he's fly. He dressed fly. He was confident. Right. He had swag. Uh, look you on know. the record on the record cover. Yeah, he's I mean, got look a, at this. He's got a blazer. Look at this. Um, pink polos. Pink polos. Pink po you well, know, he, he got a, a a sweater, khakis, 
this is not yeah. the the the, um, the uniform of, of of hip hop artists. Yeah. Compared to like N.W.A. and Tupac. Yes. Even Jay Z. Even Jay Z. So he so he started that. Though. He was preppy. Kanye he was, was preppy. preppy. I was preppy. I am preppy. Yeah. That's my. <laughs> he was preppy, and so that for me that was that was that was good to see. That was good to see. Right. And I think that he and his sample game. You talk about sample. Well, and that was why. That's why Biggie's there too. Well, Bad Boy. I mean, I mean, Bad Boy Puffy. He was no. Is was notorious for using soul samples. Yes. Uh, that uh, music from our parents. Yes. From their generation and just introducing it as if it was his own. Do you know there's a story about Puffy? Real quick, I just saw this uh, not too long ago. This the uh, the sample that he used from the song uh, from Sting. Um, yes. Do you know the story? Yes. And he didn't, without permission. Yes. And I, I think- He's still paying for it. He's still paying for it. I mean, I think he has to pay for the rest of his life. Yes. For the <laughs> that he used. So, uh, you know, we know you were an intellectual property lawyer. Yes. If you're going to use somebody's sample- Get permission. Get permission. You should probably go to consult an attorney. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Such as yourself. Yes. To make sure everything's in order. Yes. So you're not paying millions of dollars yes. for the rest of your life. Shout out to Puff. Shout out to Sting. Sting is a great Sting. I have a Sting album in there as well. I love Sting. Um, Englishman in New York is probably my favorite. I don't know if you're familiar with that song, but that's my favorite. I'm not. It's a Can't great say song. say that I am. Right. It's a great song. The Police, you know The Police, that was the group he was in before he went solo. Message in a Bottle. Is another great song by the police. Roxanne, you know Roxanne. You know Roxanne from the, you've seen 48 Hours with Eddie Murphy? Yes. You remember when he was singing the song Roxanne in the jail cell? Yes. That's this, the police, that's their song. And uh, Sting is, was the lead singer of the police. Just, I know we went on a little bit of a road there. Okay. <laughs> Back to Kanye. Kanye was different. He was, he was different. And he, and he didn't shy away from being different. He didn't. And, um, you know, one of the, the the best to me, the best song on this album, which gets no play, is the last song on the album called What's La- the last, song? "Last Call." Um, it's basically oh, yeah. it's him talking about his struggles and his um, his journey to what brought him to this first album. If I, if you haven't really, because people would not really, it's not really a song. It's more him talking. Yeah. It's go, na 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 na. That's it's that, that's kind of the beat. Um, you know, it's, it's hard it's, for me to. It's so many hits on this album. It's amazing. Two um, two words is another. Oh. Most deaf and freeway is a great. It's a great song. The most deaf verse is one of my favorite verses. I'm gonna have to go with through the wire. Through the Wire, of course, with the Shaka Khan sample, yes. right? Yeah, I mean, shout to Shaka Khan, one of my, another one of my all-time favorites. It's your zone. It is. I am in my, I'm in, I'm in my zone. Uh, like I said, I'm a frustrated musician, artist, producer. Uh, I think I'm Quincy Jones. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think I'm Stevie Wonder. I mean, you know, I got a lot going on. I think I'm John Coltrane. That's a, <laughs> you know, I, you know, this is why we go the Lloyd's about Happy Hour. So. Other than these five albums, what artist would you say of any genre is the most important or your favorite for you in your lifetime? I think. I mean, I, uh, only person missing would be Beyonce. I mean, I think you love Beyonce. I love Beyonce. I often argue with my wife. I say that Beyonce is the, uh, you know the Diana Ross of this generation, and she's really should be mentioned. For me, 
the top, I'm going to give you my Mount Rushmore of non-hip-hop artists. Okay. I'm going to go, not in any particular order, but Michael Jackson. Yes. Prince. Absolutely. Beyonce. Absolutely. And I'm going to hit you with this one. Madonna. I'm going Madonna. I can see that. Who's bigger than Madonna? Who's bigger than Madonna? I can see that. Prince and Michael Jackson, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I can know? see that. And I think Beyonce deserves to be with them. because Absolutely. What Beyonce has accomplished, I think none of them, I mean, okay, yeah, yes, Beyonce had a blueprint of other artists, but her longevity is yes. just, just incredible. It is. She's still making hits. She's still making hits. I mean, that's hard to do. I mean, Michael Jackson even had a period where he was not as popular as he was, right. you know, when he had, I mean, for me, Michael Jackson has three albums as a solo artist, Off the Wall, Thriller, and Bad. Yeah. There's probably no albums that can touch those. I mean, it's not, maybe not Off the Wall, but Thriller and Bad in particular. Yeah. That are just, to this day, you can't really touch. Thriller, Thriller is the perfect album. There's yeah. like, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. But Prince had a lot more albums. He had a lot more, a lot. Prince had a lot of albums. Madonna had a nice amount too, but, you know, Beyonce's had a lot as well. But beyond, but Michael Jackson had a point where he just kind of, even Prince became a little bit more obscure. Yeah. Beyonce has remained relevant this entire time. At the top alone. At the top alone. No, yeah. Rihanna is her closest competition. And she's not close. Ooh. And she's not close. Wow. And I love her. I love me some Riri. Woo. That's that's. But that's she's crazy. not even close. But she's the closest, but she's not even close. Wow. I mean, I can't, I don't think I can disagree with that. Yeah. Have you listened to the new album, The Renaissance, from Beyonce? Have I listened to it? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I mean, I had to ask. Yes. Wow. I'm I going mean, to see her in a couple weeks next wow. month. Can I say something real quick before we go? I mean, you know, this is a thing. And I don't know. Maybe you can help me understand because I'm you're a social media queen. But I haven't seen you do this yet. But I've seen a lot of people that we know, uh, you and I know, particularly that we went to school with, that are going to see Beyonce in different countries. Yes. Is that a thing? Like, what is that all about? Yeah, you know, and it's interesting because I feel like this is the first time that's happening. I will tell you, for me, I have always went, every tour that I've been on has been out of the area. Out of the D.C. area? Out of the D.C. area. Okay. So I have seen her twice in Baltimore. Um, well, that's the D.C. area. Yeah. Not for no, not no, no. from I'm, D.C. No, 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 though. I'm saying, okay. no, 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 I'm saying I've seen her twice in Baltimore. But other than that, I've right. always, every tour, we we make it a girl's trip kind of weekend thing. And I thought that that was what, you know, that was just a fun thing to do. But I have noticed this time that everyone is doing out of the country. Out of the country. It's, it's a, a big deal for people. It's a, it's kind of a stunt move. I, I, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm, personally, yeah. I, I, you know. Germany and yeah. France. I there mean, were a lot of people that went to see her in Paris. And, come on. That yeah, we know. It was a lot, a lot. I, for me, that's not a thing. Yeah. It's not a thing. I'm, you know where I'm going? I'm going to New York. Madison Square Garden. Next question. That's yeah. it. That that's the method. Yeah, I'm going to New York. Uh, I went to Philly. I've seen her in Philly. Saw her in Brooklyn. Wow. How many times have you seen Beyonce? Every Since, sh- every every. This is like maybe ten times. B day. B day was my first. I took my daughter. She was 12 years old. Wow. You are a fan. A super yeah. fan. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I think, and I've gone on the run with her and Jay Z. Wow. 
Super I did fan. that in uh, I did that one in Baltimore, and I didn't do the second one. I bought a ticket, but my daughter uh, it was a weekend. We had to take her back to school, so I sold my ticket. Wow! So I did lemonade in Philly. Wow, you are you are I'm impressed. <laughs> Mrs. Carter World Tour. In Get it? Barclays Let's go! In Let's Brooklyn. go! All and right. I was hoping Jay Z would have came out. He didn't, but oh, he didn't come out on stage. He didn't come out. Yeah. Oh, wow. We were trying to do Houston for this one because Houston is always her best show. Right. The hometown. Her hometown. Wow. That's amazing. So I goes without saying for you, Beyonce beats Janet Jackson. Yeah. And I love Janet. Right. I love, I absolutely love Some Janet. Some would say that Janet is the reason Beyonce is as successful as she is. I would have a hard time understanding how. Really? Yeah. You really think that? I mean, Janet. Yeah. Who, which female Janet's artist? Janet's no Beyonce. Here's here's why. Okay, let's tell me. Explain to me. Janet is a great performer. Right. She's not a great singer. Did you hear her first album? Have you? <laughs> she's okay. She she's no Beyonce. She doesn't have the range Beyonce has. Okay. She does not. If we're going singers. I mean, I have my number one, and it's not even close. I hope you have the same person. I'm going to ask you, who's your number one female singer of all time? This is not even, Nikki, you, you're taking too long. This is an easy okay, question. Okay, tell me. Just no. I'm going to let you tell no, me yours. Tell, no, I, no, I no. I don't know. You, tell, you don't know. The best singer. Whitney Houston. Of course. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right. I yeah, just, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. I was starting to get a little worried. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> yes, it's not even close. Yeah, Whitney. Agreed. But I'm not saying what, I'm, what I am well, saying Well, Beyonce is not Whitney, right. Beyonce she, is not Whitney. Whitney wasn't a and performer. And Whitney wasn't a performer. Right, no, she was and a singer. And to me, I feel pure, like with, I feel like with Jan Janet, Janet can sing. Do not get me wrong. I'm not saying Janet Jackson can sing. Funny how time flies when you're having fun. I mean, what? That's she's like the, no Beyonce. That's I, the I'm control. sorry. control. I mean, she's no Beyonce. Shout out to Janet Jackson. That's the, that, I can give her many shout outs. I love her. Uh, I know. I know what I you're saying. I'm just giving you a hard she, time. She doesn't have the star quality that Beyonce well, I, has. I, well, let's slow Wait, hold on, hold on a minute. She's got plenty of star quality. I didn't say she didn't have any. I said she does not have the star quality that Beyonce has. But clearly has. Beyonce is the closest person to Janet. They're, they're of different generations, right? So Janet and Beyonce are the closest in stylistically. She's, I mean, Agreed. Right. So well, Janet did it first. That is not to say that she did it better, but she did it first. Correct. So Beyonce, I, I can agree with right. that. Beyonce had a prototype from which to um, operate from, right? I mean, there was Janet. And she she has her own style. They're not the yeah. same. I'm not saying that at all, but Janet didn't have anybody. I would so even... This, I, it's I mean, she hard had for me other to, people, but not, like, not in that style. It's hard for me to even say that you, because I feel like, I feel like Janet... I feel like Michael. I feel like the comparison is even closer with with Beyonce and Michael than than Beyonce and. From being a pure superstar, yeah, sure. I just don't Janet's see it that way. Not a pure, but I I I, well, I can see the comparison. Actually, I can see why people would make the comparison well, so, 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 because she's a female. Women. She's a woman, right? Yeah. That's 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 what they have in common. And you know, I think Janet Jackson is probably ranking number two. I would agree with you that Beyonce is a bigger star than Janet was, yeah. but Janet was a. Super, super, you know, you were alive. Agreed. In the late 80s, early 90s. I agree. Rhythm Nation. Oh, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. come on. I, I, I mean, I'm not taking that from the her dance, Her dancing? Wait, I, you, know, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to think about this a little bit. Janet, she had all the moves. 
she was the she had nobody was like her. I'm not saying because you had she's Janet not. Jackson, Mariah Carey, and Whitney Houston in that era. Yeah, Whitney's the best singer. Mariah's a close second. People, she has some people would argue. Some that. people would argue, but they'd be wrong. I think they'd be wrong. They'd too. be wrong because Mariah Carey's you know God bless her, but her voice did not last as long. And Whitney Correct. lost her voice too. Yeah. But but no, Whitney. No. Whitney. I agree. Effortlessly. Effortlessly. Effortlessly could sing. Agreed. Never seen it. Look, I'm giving Janet her flowers. I will. Right. She's not dead. I mean, don't. I, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, 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 I give her. Right. I, Janet definitely dominated. And and and, and it's still, I mean, I've heard her show this year. This, yeah. this tour she's on now is amazing. And she's. And she's old. Well, she's older. She's not she's old. She's old. I mean, she's been doing this a long a time. A long time. Her whole family has, and she's the second most talented Jackson sibling. It's interesting, though. I don't ever hear anybody compare what you just said. People don't even have the conversation about Beyonce and Janet. Most of the time, if they're doing that, it, it's Beyonce compared to Michael. I don't ever hear anyone doing that. Well, because that. she's a woman and because, I mean, Janet laid the foundation. Just as like, you know, we talk about when you bring it into hip-hop, you talk about Little Kim being, in my opinion, the most impactful artist of our generation for a, of a certain type of for women agreed you know i mean the Nicki minaj and the cardi b's would not would be not exist i agree but for kim absolutely you know but people you know say Nicki minaj is more talented i don't, i'm not gonna say cardi b is but Nicki minaj is more talented than kim and she's got more records and you know kim kind of never um could achieve the success after that first album yeah but without Kim, I mean, Kim is so important to the to the culture. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Love Kim, uh, and and that first record. I probably would have put her on this table if I had gotten to her. Right, I don't have her vinyl record. Okay, I need to get that. Uh, Kim for sure. Yeah, Car I agree with you. Car Cardi's not going to be in that in that conversation. Nicki Minaj got talent. Like he's undeniable. And I'm a Barb. I love Nicki too. I but, absolutely love it. But Nikki. Kim, there would be no Nikki. There would be no Nikki without Kim. Agreed. Right, right, right. I think I think even she knows that. Yeah. You know, it's not really much to, in dispute there. Yeah. But um, it's interesting to know that you are such a huge Beyonce fan. I don't think I knew yeah. that you were. Oh, yes. I mean, I know you liked her. Absolutely. But is she, to you, better than Michael? Hmm. Tough questions. You were alive for both. I you was were alive for both. And um, Michael Jackson. First, was, my first concert ever was Michael Jackson. Yeah, what, like we're going. We're going to end on that. It's hard. Who's, to, that's who's, a, you know, I don't. I, I don't like to do those comparisons because the the times are different, and the and the platforms, the resources, all those things are. different. So that would be Michael would win because there's less of a there's less you know ability to promote yourself than there is now. Beyonce has all the opportunities in the world to do it. So I don't know. Maybe you think um, Michael. I wouldn't say that, but I just think no internet. That's that's that that enough said, right? No internet. No twenty four seven television coverage. No Disney Plus specials that Beyonce's gotten. Yeah, I just I don't know. I think I think the hard part of that conversation is where Michael's career went. And I don't think that he stayed that, on top. Yeah, and that, that, I, he didn't. He didn't. And that's down. the part. I, I those of us who love him like to just ignore that, right? Right. We don't right. want to have that conversation. 
So that's the hard. That's well, his why, albums where weren't I, a complete failure, but they were. They weren't, but they they could never ever achieve the success yes. of Thriller or Bad. And and that's not an issue with Beyonce. Yeah. So but that's what I. That's a. That's the hardest part for me to. I'm gonna throw this out there, and then we'll leave on this note because I know you have to go. Um, Beyonce was not a child star. If you take Michael Jackson's Agreed. catalog as a child, yeah, I think he comes out on top. In my opinion, I think the. The, the issue that I have with that is that I I don't, I think you have to look at the, the career as a whole. And Oof. I think when you start to decline, it it diminishes the value. Yeah. That's the issue that I'm having with Michael. But she but she doesn't and have that hasn't the, child, happened yet. the child status. She, she doesn't. Um, so I guess time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. So that that for me is, is what makes it. Like, but also, I keep saying we're going to end on this. But also... Beyonce has never had that one album that can equal a thriller or a bad. She's had a lot of success. Yeah. But the one the the album as an as an entity is a one singular thing standing alone. Thriller is in there. You didn't get to it, but it's in there. 1982. Yeah, but you know, just... again, I think this is why I don't like having these conversations because the times are different. Albums just don't do what they did. We, I don't think anybody is going to ever have that, and it's not because they're not great. It's just the, it's just the nature. This, our world is different now. Mm. So I, so I think that that could be a part of it. Is what I'm saying. It's right. not. I don't think that. I just don't know that it's possible that we will ever have that. Well, because you know our the bar is just where it is. Yeah. yeah. So that. And we'll end on that note. We'll end on that note. Attorney Nakia Gray, my (laughs) friend, the ultimate entrepreneur. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. I I truly appreciate it. I hope you come back because, you know, I don't know that many people. So I I need all the guest uh, appearances I can get. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on this month's segment of the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour. Please follow the podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour. I'll see you next month. Catch you on the B-side.